What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Sports with Jake and Matt podcast. I'm your host, Matt, alongside my co-host, Jake. And Jake, as we speak, I want to bring it to everyone's attention. The national, the college national championship is about to get underway between the number one seed at Alabama and number three, Ohio State. Before we get into what we have today, Jake, who do you think is going to win this game? Well, man, I'm going to be the first one to say that I don't know too much about college football, but my gut is going Alabama, so that's what that's what I'm going to do. Matt, who do you think is going to win? Well, yeah, minus the uh, terrific uh, talent of Justin Fields, I'm going to side with you and pick Devonta Smith, the uh, Heisman Trophy winner. So, all right, getting into today's con- content today, it's not going to be as long of a podcast as it usually is. Uh, obviously, we don't we usually do those on Wednesdays, but we're just going to go through some of the, uh, well, not some, all of the uh, playoff games that happened this past weekend uh, in the NFL and uh, get our opinion. So let's get right into it. So the first game that happened on Saturday was Bills and Colts. Now, the one thing I want to bring to everyone's attention is that play that could have been a fumble uh, late in the fourth quarter that uh, kind of cost the Colts the game, Jake. Yeah, and I'm really disappointed in the Colts. You know, I was hiring them all year. I didn't really think they were going to beat the Bills, but I think they were on high upset alert for the Bills. At least they were on high upset alert. But my my real main concern with the Colts is that they had not only one but several different opportunities to win that game. Uh, they went for on a fourth and four in the end zone, and they didn't. They couldn't convert. Rodrigo Blankenship, hot rod, the most beloved kicker in the NFL, missed a kick at some point in the game, and then also they were gifted that fumble call. That was not. That was not a no fumble. That was definitely a fumble. They were gifted the no fumble call, and Philip Rivers couldn't do anything with it. So, uh, Josh Allen looked impressive. He's ve- he was very good. He would make some really accurate throws to Stephon Diggs. Uh, my main concern coming from that game was the Bills' defense. It did not look very good. The Colts, who didn't really succeed a whole lot offensively, came in and stomped all over the Bills' defense. So, uh. The, if the Bills can land a really nice quarterback like Dak Prescott, which is rumored that they will throw that kind of money that Dak wants at his way, if they can secure a Dak Prescott-type level quarterback, they can be uh, not only Super Bowl contenders, but one of the favorites to actually win the Super Bowl, especially with that offensive line and that front seven that has impressed a lot of people. Yes, and of course, with the Bills coming up, they're going to have to face the Baltimore Ravens, their defense definitely has to step it up against Lamar, who who looked pretty good. We're gonna get to his game later, but moving on, uh, this co- this game kind of surprised some people. Uh, this was not on our um, upset alert watch, uh, but the Rams took down the Seahawks, Jake, and Russell Wilson. He was not looking like himself in the first half. Uh, no, he didn't really look like himself the entire game. I'm gonna correct you there. But, that too. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> listen. Uh, no one really put them on upset alert because everyone sold their stock on the Rams, including myself. You know, if you if you're a listener on this podcast, you know that I am very high on the Rams, and I like I I I don't like the Rams going into the game, but I like them during the year. They lost to the Jets, and I was kind of like, and eh, whatever, they're still a pretty good team. I said they're still the favorite to win the NFC, and then they lost to the Seahawks, and it was like not even close. And it was like, damn, like that that didn't look very good. Like, they couldn't move the ball against a Seattle defense, which was kind of eh. And then when John Wolford started Week 17 and the Cardinals also had to go to a backup, 
uh, they didn't look they didn't look so good either in that game, even though they won. So I think everyone kind of sold their stock on the Rams, but if the Rams keep playing like that, I can see them even beating the Packers in their upcoming matchup because, I mean, listen, that team looked really nice. Jared Goff, despite having basically a broken thumb, uh, he looked he didn't look great, but he he was doing his job, especially if he can recover before the game against the Packers. Uh, I can really see a great possibility of the Rams winning that game. So, Matt, I really want to know your take on this because, I, you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Jared Goff. I mean, in the beginning of the game, John Wolford was in the game. They had, they had announced him being the starter not even 24 hours before uh, the game had uh, uh, started. Um, and he actually looked pretty good until he had to uh, exit the uh, Apparently got hit very hard on a sack or something. He got just he got hit very hard, and uh, yeah, Jared Goff had to come in with a couple pins in his uh thumb in his right thumb. So yes, he did look pretty good. Uh, aside from that, the defense uh was there as well. Obviously, Russell Wilson threw that pick six. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, yeah, and other other than that, I mean, I guess D DK Metcalf was really the only one trying to help. The, I mean, he got all the touchdowns. So the offense just the rest of the team was just not there. I think the defense was slacking a little bit, and obviously there's always next year, but who knows where this team will go? Um, oh, oh yeah, man, move on before to the before you, no 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 go before ahead. you move on, I want to talk about the Seahawks defense a little go. bit more. Uh, the yeah. C, uh, the first half of the season, it was really an offensive story for the Seahawks. Obviously, Russell Wilson being an MVP candidate for the majority of the first half of the season, but then it kind of shifted to a defensive story. But giving up 30 points to a backup quarterback and then being subbed in for a starting quarterback with pretty much a broken thumb, not, not the most impressive performance, I'd say. Uh, so I'm very disappointed with the Seahawks defense. A lot of people were saying it was, it was going to be a closer, uh, a closer game that didn't involve much scoring, but you know, 50 points scored total. Uh, not, I'm not very impressed with that Seahawks defense, but the Rams defense, I mean... They were making all the plays there. Secondary proved that they're still the best in the NFL. Their front seven is still the top five. And, again, they're a force to be reckoned with going forward. Yeah, definitely mentioned uh, that secondary, which hi, uh, headlined by Jalen Ramsey, who has made the Pro Bowl the past couple years, even if they're not playing it this year. But he is still doing his thing. All right, now moving on to the that Saturday nightcap. Uh, Bucks, uh, Bucks uh, and the Washington football team, this was a closer game than I expected, but Jake, you're a little, you're a little high on Taylor Heineke. Oh my God, Taylor Heineke, bro! I am so happy for Taylor Heineke. Uh, I, I before the game, I had no idea who he was. He was like backup quarterback, Washington football team. Never heard of him before. Uh, he goes into the game. He plays amazing, right? They they gave up 31 points. Heineke scored a total of 23 on a not bad Tampa Bay defense. It's not great. But it's not bad by any stretch of the word. So, listen, uh, Taylor Heineke, uh, I'm not sure if a team's going to be willing to take a chance on him at the point where they're going to give him a decently large contract. I don't think he's going to get that. Uh, but I do think he's, he's, he's a free agent this year. I do feel like a team that's desperate for a quarterback, for example, the Washington football team, I... Uh, have no doubt on my mind that they're going to be the front runners in trying to retain t Taylor Heineke, but I mean, for a team that's desperate at quarterback, uh, throw throw a five to eight million dollar contract at him for one year, 
and see what he can do. Like, he's amazing. Uh, or at least he looked amazing. I'm not going to say he's the greatest quarterback in the world here. That would be a little bit of a stretch. But, I mean, listen, you can't say that you weren't impressed by Taylor Heineke. Uh, his running was really good. Uh, he was passing up shorter routes to throw deep, which you haven't seen from a Washington football quarterback in a very long time. Uh, that, it just goes against their system. It's like, for a long time, they had Kirk Cousins and then uh, Case Keenum and Haskins they were really throwing. Yeah. So, but Taylor Heineke was passing up those wide open, like, five-yard drag routes to a, a receiver that could have got open, and he was completing those passes. And when he didn't complete those passes, for example, when Cam Sims dropped that ball, uh, it wasn't really his fault because, you know, Cam Sims dropped the ball. Uh, as for the Buccaneers... Uh, very impressive, Tom Brady. I'm um, say this. I never liked Tom Brady. You know, as a Patriot, I'm a Giants fan. You know, we we beat them though. Uh, anyway, Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady had, had a great game. Uh, his weapons. He has unbelievable weapons. Unbelievable running game. Their offensive line is pretty decent. Uh, everything is clicking in Tampa Bay right now, and they are playing a Saints team that, based on prior experience, like based on what happened before. You know, obviously everyone knows that the that the Saints beat them, like, bad. Like, absolute slaughter twice. But, uh, but we know t- uh, playoff Tom Brady is a different Tom Brady. But also there's Brady. playoff Drew Brees. There's also playoff Drew Brees. And also so. Sean Payton's a decent coach in the playoffs. And I'm not, yes. I'm not sure how much I trust Bruce Arians. He got his first playoff win since the Super Bowl in 2003 against the yeah. Patriots team. I also wanted to bring up to your attention, uh, I also want to talk about uh jakey posted we posted a tiktok on our page earlier today about taylor heineke and a lot of people were making the argument that okay he played one good game but we were we were trying to figure out this is a different quarterback situation in uh in in washington alex smith is injured um dwayne they released dwayne haskins so they're they're kind of forced to start taylor heineke and for for his first start especially now in the playoffs that was pretty good, despite the fact losing to the Bucks by eight, who are a very strong team, may I add. But uh, yeah, that, that I mean that's all I really had to say. I, I'm I'm kind of with you there, Jake. I do like the kid. He's very strong. We just got to see more from him. Yeah, of course. I yeah, Taylor Heineke. You know, yeah. A one game sample size isn't the best sample size. Every quarterback is a good game. Like you know, as a Giants fan, one yeah. game Daniel Jones looks like he's gonna be ridiculous going forward and. Other games, you question whether he's whether he should be in the NFL or not in general. So yeah, you uh, get, yeah, like yeah. you know, he can be one of that. I mean, he obviously was on the bench for a lot of teams for a reason, of course. You know, he obviously didn't show up and like, but I think Taylor Heineke just saw the moment and he capitalized on it. But so what? Give him an opportunity, uh, especially for a team like the Washington Football Team or maybe the Carolina Panthers, who he formerly played for that are so desperate at quarterback, then why not? You know, what's what's the harm of trying to go after Taylor Heineke? Just see what he's got, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's the, what, like, what's the, what's the repercussions for that? Like, <laughs> like what, what's wrong with that? Like, there's nothing, it's a low-risk, high-reward type thing. That's just my, that's just my opinion, though. He'll be a great backup. Great backup. Yeah. Because I feel yeah, like for he sure. brings a different... He brings a different, uh, 
energy to the game. But And he can also be a low-end starter on some teams. It just really depends how he goes forward. I do think he'll get a contract, though. I really hope yep. he does. Yeah, I hope he does, too. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, this game, I really expected to, uh, for some reason, be a slugfest. I, re- I really thought that going into the week, this was going to be like the best game of the week. Uh, Ravens-Titans. Ravens edge out the Titans by one drive. I'm telling you, if Tennessee... If Tennessee converts on that fourth down on their last drive, I feel like this would have been a different story. But I feel like Lamar Jackson's run, that big run in the big in the in the first half, kind of sealed it. Um, the Titans' defense, um, I'm not gonna. I'm, they're not. They're definitely not bad. Their front seven has had some problems this year, um, but I guess the the Titans were a better team. It was a very defensive battle it was not high scoring the final score was 20 to 13 so i mean jake what what else do you need to what, what do we have to add here uh a lot of people are hyping up lamar jackson uh he didn't have the greatest game guys he had he had some cool runs uh he scored 20 points against a below average defense uh we have to slayer roll on this was lamar jackson's playoff win which it was you got to be happy for him i feel like the narrative that he couldn't perform in the playoffs was kind of dumb uh, he was a young quarterback, started 0-2. A lot of great quarterbacks, uh, most notably Peyton Manning, started started 0-3 in his career in the playoffs. So I think everyone kind of overreacted to that. But you have to take into consideration that Lamar Jackson is a running quarterback against a team with a bad run defense, and he's put up 20 points. That's not a lot of points. Uh, the, where this game was won, where it was won, was the Baltimore running defense. They held Derrick Henry... To, to nothing. He had, like, under two yards per carry. Uh, absolutely unbelievable game for the defense. And after Tennessee got off to that hot start, they started off 10 nothing. They, they really couldn't get anything going. They couldn't get the pass game going. They couldn't get the run going. Uh, Baltimore really just stopped them on every single aspect of the game. Uh, but, I mean, we got to slow your roll on, oh, this was Lamar Jackson's coming out. Uh, Lamar Jackson's going to be, like, you know this crazy playoff quarterback. Because, listen, they got to go and play a Buffalo team that I don't really see them beating. they got to go out and play a Buffalo team who just came off a 27-point offensive explosion against a great defense. So, yeah. I'm And that Bills defense, it isn't, it isn't top five, but, like, it's nothing to mess around with. I would not want to go against that Bills defense. So... No. No, definitely not. Uh... Sawyer on Lamar, he, he got his first playoff win. You got to give him credit where credit's due. However, uh, tough matchup for the Ravens. I don't think they're going to win. No, I mean traveling to Buffalo, where obviously they're the best. They're the best football team in New York right now. Don't even we can't we can't be, really argue. They might be the best sports team in New York. I mean, they as might. of right now, well, as of right now, probably. I mean, yeah. no baseballs on, no other sport. I mean, the Knicks, eh, whatever. Uh. But yeah, the, the Bills. So, so. Yeah, the Knicks are the Knicks are chill, whatever. Um, but yeah, the Bills definitely the strongest team right now in New York by far. Um, so yeah, uh, playing a Baltimore team coming off a nice tight win over Tennessee. I don't know where Lamar goes. Um, this is this is gonna be this is gonna be Lamar's biggest test for sure. And even if they go to play the Chiefs, I think the Bills in in Buffalo is gonna be. 
almost as tough as the Chiefs in Arrowhead. So, um, yeah, are we going to move on? Unless, Jake, you have something else to add? Um, I'm disappointed in Derrick Henry. That's it. Go on. Yeah, I feel like, well, now that you mention it, I feel like only his biggest rush was like 8 or 10 yards. So It wasn't. It wasn't. That, he didn't that, have the type of explosion that he displayed throughout his 2,000-yard season. Yeah. So. it's. I guess it's a different story. All right, next up, we got the Nickelodeon game, Jake. Uh, This was actually very interesting. I did get a chance to see it on Nickelodeon. Um, it was kind of funny, but at the end of the day, the Saints absolutely demolished the Bears 21-9. to uh, Jake, any, any, any thoughts on this game? Yeah, so you say demolished, and you might be thinking, oh, it was only 21. This was an absolute decapitation, absolute uh, slaughter on Nickelodeon. Uh, I didn't think we were allowed to show murder on regular television, let alone Nickelodeon. Let alone Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Cordell Patterson said some naughty words also on Nickelodeon. On Nickelodeon, uh, so, which people called. We uh, called that. Very interesting. That, that's uh, a prediction. I think, I yeah. think the more, I don't, I don't think it's more interesting how Nickelodeon broadcasted the game or the actual game itself. I mean, the Saints just rolled them. Uh, it was 21-9. But they had a touchdown taken away by like a challenge or something. They had they they controlled like the the game. They had the ball the whole time. At halftime, it was close, but you know it was like twenty one to three, and there and six of those nine points that they had uh, came from a last second touchdown by Jimmy Graham. Like this, this was more of a twenty one to three game than a twenty one to nine game. Uh, People are underestimating the Saints' defense. I get it. They hold the Bears to nine points, and it's the Bears. But you have to take into consideration that before the Packers game, Week 17, the Bears had put up four straight 30-point games. Like, that offense that offense wasn't, like, anything to joke around with. But yeah, for the Saints, sure. uh, Drew Brees looked decent. I mean, they, he played a tough defense. Gotta give, you got to say that. He... The Bears' defense never is never bad. Uh, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Drew Brees had a like an average game. Kamara didn't do too much, but oh, I'm gonna. I got that, one that, more thing to add. That was a great play by Latavius Murray. That yeah, was, that was a great play. Um, but that, I, mean, I just had yeah, this. In my opinion, was the most boring out of the six games. Yeah, like not much happened. Uh, um, but I do have one thing to add. NFL. Uh, please bring the slime zone end zone. Um, yeah, that was probably the best thing. Do that on like normal television. Yeah, for real. Like, please. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm begging. Like, that was the best part of that game was getting to see the, uh, the touchdowns by Michael Thomas and and uh, Latavius Murray. Them getting deuced in slime, and of course, Sean Payton got slimed at the end of the game as well. Like, actually so. slimed. So yeah, like that was that was real slime. That was like you know actual slime. One thing I strive for is the the exact opposite of a Nickelodeon thing, where you know two guys just sit and like you know like crack like dirty jokes and like curse in the broadcast. I don't know. I think that'd be a lot more. That would be a lot entertaining. That'd be a lot more entertaining than a Nickelodeon broadcast. But that's just me. I feel like if you're gonna try one end of the spectrum, you got to go all the way to the other. So. Just try it out. I mean, why not? I feel like that'd yeah. be All right. fun to, especially Matt. I think Matt would like. Yes, that. I I think I would. Be. Uh, and of course, uh, we cannot forget 
the what actually ended up being a slugfest, but it really didn't look like that in the beginning of the game. We're going to talk about the Browns and the Steelers. Steelers fans, um, I do pray for you. This was a this was not a good start, especially when you're all pro center Marquise Pouncey on the first play miss like he didn't snap the ball right and Big Ben just couldn't pick it up. Jake, this was this this was a mess in the first quarter. All right, so Steelers fans, uh, I'm just going to clarify this to you. So the suicide hotline is 1-800-273-8255 if you need to call it. Uh, uh, I hope you don't have to, but, you know, just as a, oh my God. Just as a uh, you know, quick, uh, you know. I, I'm sorry, Steelers fans. <laughs> I am really sorry. My brother's a Steelers fan. He was so upset. I felt really bad. How... How do you let the Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Browns, do you want to know what Big Ben's record was going into that game against the Browns in his career? 28-2-1 was his record against the Browns. He didn't lose against the Browns. The Like, it's the Browns. How do you lose to the Browns? They didn't even have their coach, and they were losing. They they missed their best offensive lineman for their running game, which was their best source of offense. They had Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, right? You have these two great running backs. They don't do anything without their offensive line, and they didn't even have. They still rushed all over you, and you're one of their guys. Oh yeah, seven. one of their guys even got injured. Yeah, it was another tackle, Jack Conklin. He got hurt too. Yeah. They were missing their two best offensive linemen. I mean, Steelers. I guess he Everything could, I that could have yeah. went wrong went wrong for the Steelers. Yeah. Straight out of the gate. Like, no joke. Like, literally. literally, no, li- Yeah, literally. Straight out of the gate. Straight out of the gate. First snap, everything went wrong. Yeah, literally. First snap. There wasn't a single <laughs> moment when the Steelers weren't playing from behind. Think about it. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, in the second the, half... There was they, the kickoff. I mean, they weren't playing from behind on the kickoff. <laughs> but other but than that, that was it. Other than that, <laughs> you're just trailing the whole game. You're playing catch-up. And then Big Ben tries to play hero ball. He has the Carson Wentz problem where, you know, it originates from not being able to hand the ball off. Draft Najee Harris. Draft Travis Etienne. James Conner is not good. He is not a good running back. Because you have a decent offensive line. That's not even the problem. The Steelers have a decent offensive line. It's not amazing, but it's definitely above average. That's not even the problem. James they let, they had the least rushing we always they had the least rushing yards in the league. Yeah, we always say, uh, oh, uh, the running back isn't the problem, the offensive line's the problem. Yeah, until it's James Conner. Until it's James... <laughs> like, For, yes. I think we can put... And they, yeah. We can put Matthew Welling... At running and back Jake for the Sullivan. Pittsburgh Steelers. And he'd do better. He would genuinely, in my eyes, do a lot better in Yes, a, a skinny, uh skinny uh ninth uh, a skinny high school boy from from New York could do way better, yes, I think. Way better. Um, no prior football yeah, experience, um, just better. In yeah, um Yeah, other than that, I mean yes, uh Steelers did have the least amount of rushing yards as a team. Uh, in the league, so there's there's that. Um, 
yeah, other than that, I mean, in the second half, Big Ben was a different quarterback, but I feel like at that point it was a little too late. They did outscore the Browns in the second half, but again, that's just the Browns not trying. They were up twenty-eight to seven at halftime. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, Jake, we can uh, we can quickly predict uh, the upcoming games here. Uh, if the Browns go on to take on the Chiefs, I don't really think the Browns have a chance. We said that last week when they didn't have their coach, but I think this is a different story. Yeah, so, listen, uh, the Browns, I mean, I don't see them doing much against the Chiefs. Uh, the only way they can really beat the Chiefs is in a shootout, and that's the way the Chiefs win, and they'll do it better than them. So, I mean, rip to the Browns. Uh, the Chiefs are going to destroy them because they win in shootouts, and you cannot beat the king of shootouts in a shootout. It's not how it works. Yeah. So, unfortunately, um, I would have much rather seen a Kansas City-Baltimore game and then a, a Buffalo-Pittsburgh game, but, you know, uh, Pittsburgh had an internal breakdown. And listen, you got to give credit where credit's due. They scored 38 points. Granted, the bu- the not the Buffalo, the Cleveland defense isn't that terrible. It isn't that bad at all. In fact, wait, what am I saying? I think it's the, no, the... The Cleveland defense is bad. It's not good. Even with that, Pittsburgh scored 38 points. And even against the below average defense, that's pretty good. I'm very impressed. Uh, granted, they were slinging it in the Browns. I think after the Browns went up 28 to nothing, they just stopped trying. At that point, at it that just, point, yeah. I don't think they started trying. They almost came back. They were down by 12 at some point with the ball. And then the, the final score was by 11. It was like 48 yeah. 37. Yeah, and then it was like the fourth and one call that people are upset about. But I mean, come on. Like, yeah. really? But yeah. I don't think I don't think it would have changed much. I mean, you can, um, you can grasp that. You can grasp that. It's like, oh, if we went for fourth and one, we had all the momentum. I mean,. Maybe I don't. I don't see it. I don't think they would. I don't think they really would have had a chance there. So, yeah. Um. So we uh, we talked about this briefly before. Uh, when the uh when the Ravens go to uh Western New York, I don't think I don't I don't know where Lamar is gonna be. Um, in his mental state, but I don't know if they win that game either. Yeah. No, I'm fully expecting a Kansas City Buffalo AFC Championship game. So then. After that, we got Packers-Rams. Jake, I know exactly what's going to come out of your mouth. Yeah, so with the we're not and we're going to do this on our Wednesday podcast, too. We're going to talk about who's going to win the games in our full... In, in more our depth. Full, in, yeah, in more depth, and we'll do the full predictions. I think we're just going to talk about, you know, the first games because, you know, that's, I don't know, it's more fun. Anyway, uh, Packers-Rams, I totally see the Rams winning this game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize if you think I'm dumb. I I truly, from the bottom of my heart, apologize for you thinking that I am, you know, a, a, in below average intelligence. But That's funny. I, I think the Rams, because, pro, like, I'm going to say prime Rams as a, kind of like a joke slash truth thing, where it was like weeks, uh, like 11 to like 15, if like if they play the way they were playing in that little range of games, they're they're going to the Super Bowl. 
And <laughs> it, it looked like against the Seahawks at their back. Even with Jared Goff. Literally, Jared Goff had a broken has, thumb. He, he like, has had no surgery. Thumb. He couldn't move it. He had to, like, he had pins the in game. it. There was pins in it. Pins yeah. in it. He was icing it the whole game. He was in clear discomfort. Clear discomfort. And he still did a very, very nice job uh, against a really hyped up Seattle defense. Uh, yeah. yeah. And the Rams' defense, I mean, not the Rams, the Packers' defense, it isn't, the, it isn't that much better. It is not that much better than the Seahawks' defense. And I can totally see the Rams putting up at least 28 points. And then from there, can Aaron Rodgers put up 28 points against the best secondary in the NFL and a top five front seven in the NFL? Like, is that... Is who that, is who that, knows? Is that really going to happen? I get it. But, like, Devontae Adams is going to have to go up against Jalen Ramsey. I'm not sure how well that's going to go for him. I'm not sure how well that's going to go for him. Jalen Ramsey, if you argue that Jalen Ramsey is not the best corner in the NFL right now, I don't know what to tell you. He's playing really well. There, there's an argument for the opposite side of the ball and Jair Alexander on the Packers, or maybe Marlon Humphrey, but he kind of got cooked by A.J. Brown. So, I don't really yeah. know. Yeah. Um, obviously, they haven't played each other this year, so we can't really We can't like really tell, him. no. And I also don't know, yeah. I don't, I don't know what Rams I'm getting. I don't know if I'm getting nope. the Rams that played the Jets or if I'm getting the Rams that played last week, so... I yep. I don't know, but as of right now, I'm sticking with the Rams. It might the Packers is the safer pick. I understand that, but I think who knows, who knows the, what will happen out of the four games. That is easily the biggest upset alert. Easily, no questions asked. Not even close. The biggest upset alert. All right, and then you know, we got really quickly Saints Buccaneers. Yeah, and the, yeah, Saints Buccaneers playoff Brady versus playoff Breeze. These are two different people. Uh, obviously, then in the regular season, uh, Jake, go ahead. Saints win by a lot. Wow, I'm, 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 by an I'm, absolute. Uh, all right, by a lot. They win I, by a lot. I guess we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to elaborate on uh, on Wednesday. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> that is gonna do it for us here. Uh, make sure to check us out on TikTok. We've obviously tried to post more on that as we've tried as we can. Um, obviously, follow us on Spotify if you're doing. If you're listening to us, uh, you're probably doing that. Or on other platforms. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Colin, funny story. So I'm just going to tell this to you. So I use Anchor, right, uh, to do the podcast. And, you know, I never linked our uh, RSS feed. Is that what it's called? I never linked yeah, I our so. RSS feed to Apple Podcasts. And I just thought it, our podcast wasn't on there. But apparently it is. And apparently some of you guys are listening to us on Apple Podcasts. So, hi, Apple Podcast people. I didn't know you existed. But... Yeah, good, uh, for, good for you guys. Good for you guys. You found us. I, I didn't think it was possible, but you did. So, uh, listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any other smaller podcast uh, system. That we, if, that we don't even know. If that we even, actually, no, I do know all the smaller. It's like Radio Shack and like other yeah. stuff. I don't know. All right, so that is going to do it for us. Uh, we're signing off, guys. See you later. See you later, guys.